Welcome to the Creative Cast. I'm your host, Tammy Munson, podcast producer, podcast coach, and CEO of Wildfire Creative. Are you struggling to grow and monetize your podcast? Do you want to learn more about starting your own podcast? Want to learn the secrets of the business side of podcasting? Then you are in the right place, friend. Each episode contains powerful information to help you get started with your own podcast, learn the secrets of building a business, and grow your podcast. All right, y'all, let's get started. Hey there, friend, and welcome to The Creative Cast. I'm Tammy Munson, your host, and today we are diving headfirst into a topic that plagues both newbies and seasoned podcasters alike, what to do when you've hit that podcast plateau. Now, let me be real honest for a second here. So even podcast veterans sometimes look at their analytics, their podcast metrics, and go, what? (laughs) Sometimes it can feel like trying to solve a Rubik's Cube in the dark. Now, did I just date myself there? But you know what I mean. Anyway, we've all been there. And it's one of the common questions that I get a lot of times during client strategy meetings or podcast coaching calls is, what do these numbers mean? And why isn't my show growing? I'm doing all these things. And I wish it was a simple answer, but it's just not. The metrics that we have, like downloads and consumption rates, don't always tell the whole story. It doesn't give that complete picture of the audience, your audience, and their motivations, their pain points, their behaviors. I would love to say that they are as crystal clear as those lovely email marketing stats with open rates and number of clicks and which title worked best in an A-B testing situation, but they just don't. But fear not, friend. And even without those crystal clear analytics, we can sense when our podcasts have hit a wall. We get that feeling. We know when they become stuck in neutral. But most often, it's the why that eludes us. But the good news is that most of the factors contributing to a stagnant or slow-growing podcast are completely fixable once you've spotted them. So let's look at common reasons your show might be stuck in first gear. Okay, first up, let's talk about the premise of your podcast. The premise is kind of like your North Star. It's guiding the content and maybe even the choices that you make about guests that come on the show if you have an interview or co-host-based show. Now, if your podcast is not growing, maybe it's your premise. Maybe it's your niche. And your why is just not very clear. Most often, the most successful podcasts feels like a friendly chat over coffee. So the question you want to ask yourself, are you creating content relevant to your niche, to your premise? If not, you may want to define it. And if you are, you may want to 
refine it. Now, your niche is extremely personal to you and to your podcast. So I can't tell you what it should or shouldn't be, but I can tell you this. You want to choose a podcast niche that you enjoy and can work on for the foreseeable future. Everything else is secondary, y'all. If you're not super excited about the topic, you're going to become miserable with it. You're going to find reasons to slack off and even eventually quit and pod fade into oblivion. Like I said, look at your premise. What is your show about? Do you have enough content to support that? And always, always, always look at your why. Why are you doing the show? What is the reason for it? Now, if you're looking for some inspiration, you can browse through podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for ideas. I'm not saying copy another show because don't do that. You want your show to be completely unique to you, your premise, your why, your niche. But it might get your brain moving in the right direction. Okay, let's talk about intros. I like to think of intros as the welcome mat to your podcast home. You certainly wouldn't want anyone that's coming to your house to trip over your welcome mat, right? So don't rush through those intros. You want to use them to captivate your audience right from the get-go. Okay, let's look at a couple of things here. Intros serve a couple of purposes. The first is first impressions. We all know what they say about first impressions, right? Just like meeting someone for the first time, your podcast intro sets the initial impression for your show. It's your chance to grab your listener's attention right from the start. Now, the other thing is branding and recognition. A well-crafted introduction or intro reinforces your podcast branding and identity. It helps listeners recognize your show instantly, even if they're scrolling through a long list of options. Are you using the same music? Are you enticing them with great content right from the beginning? So think about how it engages with your audience. Like I said, an engaging intro can hook that audience and keep them listening. It really entices them to stay tuned for what's coming next, increasing overall engagement. You also want to provide a brief preview of the episode's content, giving listeners a taste of what they can expect. This helps sets expectations and keeps them engaged and interested. You don't have to give them every little detail about what you're going to talk about on the show. Just like you don't have to read every little thing about a guest bio. You want to give them the nuggets, answer the question, why should I care about this? Now, the big question here is this, how can you make your podcast intros unskippable? Because we know we've all, we've all done it. Oh, this intro is boring. Fast forward 30 seconds. So let's take a real quick look at that. First of all, you're going to start with that hook, something that's going to grab their attention. Now that could be a compelling question. Maybe it's a thought-provoking statement, or maybe it's just a teaser related to your episode's topic and or guest. The other thing, and this is the thing I say that is most important, you want to keep it short and sweet. Don't overburden your intro with all those unnecessary details. 
keep it concise and to the point. Now let's talk about something that many podcasters forget about or don't do it for one reason or another. Maybe it's time, maybe it's lack of expertise, whatever the case may be, but it's this, marketing, marketing, marketing. Because having a podcast is not, the creation is just one step. It's really about letting the world know that it exists. So you've got this amazing podcast, right? It's packed with insights and entertainment and whatever other magic you've added to it. But here's the thing. Nobody's going to listen if they don't know it exists. And that, my friend, is where marketing comes in, where that promotion of your podcast becomes so essential. So imagine you're hosting a party, but you don't send out the invites. How many people do you think are going to show up? Exactly. So your podcast is the same way. You could be creating the most mind-blowing content ever done. But if you're not promoting it and spreading the word, it's like throwing a silent party to an empty room. Marketing is your invitation to the world. It's your way of saying, hey, my name is Tammy, and I've got something absolutely amazing to share. And here it is. Now, that can be through social media, email newsletters, partnerships, or just good old-fashioned word of mouth. It's how you let potential listeners know about your podcast. And it's like shouting it from the rooftops, but in a friendly digital sort of way. (laughs) So here's another strategy that you can use. So say you've got this amazing garden. Now, I'm not a gardener. I would love to be a gardener, a great gardener, but it's just not my forte. But anyway, you've got this amazing garden and you're planting these gorgeous flowers. But here's the thing. You want more flowers and you want them to grow bigger, stronger. What do you do? Well, you water them, you nurture them, and you give them all the love that they need. Kind of like we do with our kids, right? Your audience is like those flowers. And marketing is your way of nurturing that community. It's about creating a welcome space where your listeners feel like they're part of something special, something amazing. Everybody wants to feel a part of something like that. And when you're marketing your podcasts, you're saying, hey, come join our community. We think we're pretty cool. And we would love for you to be a part of it. Y'all, it's not just about numbers and downloads and consumption. It's about building that connection with your audience because those numbers represent real people. It's about turning a one-time listener into a loyal fan, a loyal member of your community, your tribe. So when you're sharing an episode, engaging with listeners on social media, or even hosting fun giveaways, you're not just promoting your podcast. You're inviting people to be part of your family, your community, your tribe. It's not just about getting people to listen once. It's about making them remember you and your show. And when you consistently, there's that word again. (laughs) But when you consistently share your podcast, engage with listeners, 
and create that strong bond that I talked about, you're going to become unforgettable. So think about this for a moment. When someone thinks of a specific topic or genre, you want them to think of your podcast. Marketing helps you establish that. It helps create that kind of recognition. It's like leaving a trail of breadcrumbs that leads straight to your podcast door. And then when people remember you, they're more likely to come back for more and even recommend you and your show to their friends. Now, one question that I love to ask my clients when they start getting a little panicky about the numbers and we start having conversations about growth and all these types of things that we've been talking about today One of the questions I ask them, and if you've been on the receiving end of this question, (laughs) I I apologize, but I like to, to, the question is this, is it possible you're focusing on the wrong metric? So more often than not, people are focused on the quantity and not on the quality. So, so many people out there in podcast land are chasing those big download numbers. It's almost like a race to see who can get the most ears on their episodes. But let me tell y'all something. It's not just about the numbers. It's about the people behind those numbers. Because those numbers actually represent living, breathing people. So let's just say you finally have that party that I mentioned earlier. And you have a bunch of folks show up to your home for the party. And some quietly enjoy the snacks and leave, while others stay a while and chat with you, and they tell you how much they love the party. Which guest are you going to remember most? Exactly, the one that connected with you. Unsolicited responses from your listeners are like those party guests who take the time to chat, share their thoughts. It's real people reaching out and saying, hey, I loved what you said in that episode. That was so good. Or your episode on mindset helped get me through a tough time. Y'all, these type of responses are absolute gold. Because they show you that your podcast is making a genuine impact on real lives. Because they're taking the time to send you these messages. Or leave reviews. And it's not just about showing their appreciation for your show. They're becoming invested in your podcast and invested in you. They're evolving from passive listeners to active advocates. They're going to be the ones who are going to eagerly share your episodes, recommend your show, maybe even become patrons, supporters, or even customers and or clients. We all want our podcast to be popular, right? But let's not confuse popularity with impact. It's like comparing Chick-fil-A to that cozy family-owned restaurant that's in your town. Sure, Chick-fil-A is amazing, and I love Chick-fil-A. Don't get me started on their sweet tea. Love it. But that little restaurant might leave a more lasting impression. Because when it comes to podcasts, it is not about how many people briefly tune in. It's about the depth of the connection with those who generally resonate with the content that you are creating for them. 
So think about it this way. Would you rather have a million listeners who forget your show the next day or a thousand listeners or even a hundred listeners who hang on to your every word, share your episodes and engage with you? Sometimes it's even helpful to imagine those people in a room with you. Let's say you only have a hundred downloads for your episode. Imagine those hundred people in the room with you. Makes it a little different, doesn't it? Because the most important thing here is it's not about the numbers on the surface. It's about the hearts and the minds that your podcast touches, the impact that you make. And finally, when you're looking at all these numbers, I want you to give yourself a little bit of grace and remember patience. I mean, Rome wasn't built yesterday. And neither are successful podcasts. You have to give your show time to flourish, to grow. And that is the beauty of podcasting. There is no one size fits all formula for success. And it's different for every podcaster. Everybody has to have their own journey. It's like a choose your own adventure story where you get to define the path of the character, setting the right expectations means acknowledging that your podcast success may look different from somebody else's. One of the things I like to talk about with my coaching clients is if this is the calling that God has placed upon your life, the number shouldn't mean anything at all. And we we all know the parable, leaving the 99 for the one. I mean, it's, I find it always really humbling to think of God rejoicing over the one. And we should as well. Because your podcast is a unique expression of your passion and your expertise. It may resonate with a very specific audience, a smaller audience. And that, friend, is perfectly okay. Success isn't solely measured in download numbers. Like we've talked about today, it's about the impact that you make and the community that you build and the fulfillment that you derive from your podcast. So the bottom line here is this. Setting the right expectations is like having a map for your podcasting journey. It's going to keep you grounded, patient, and focused on what truly matters. I want you to dream big and work hard. But remember that success in podcasting is a marathon, not a sprint. I want you to embrace the learning. Enjoy the climb. No, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> and really savor every moment of your unique adventure in the podcasting world. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Creative Cast. I hope that this provided some valuable insights into helping you break free from any podcasting plateaus that you may be facing, whether it's more of a mindset thing, a numbers thing, whatever is important for you. But like I said, growth takes time. But with a clear premise, an identified niche, some engaging intros, strategic marketing, and patience... You, my friends, will be well on your way to exceeding your part, your podcast goals. So if you have enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. 
it truly makes a world of difference for me. And I read each and every one of them. So until next time, keep creating, keep innovating, and keep making that impact with your podcast. Thank you so much for joining me again this week on the Creative Cast. Have a great week, and I will talk to you next Monday. Bye, y'all.